0: As this action figure, and you see it. So you come to the point of traveling lighter here, let's say, like we were just talking about. Because in a way, every day, uh, you know, this like this this plate of time we get seemingly every day. There usually the it's going to go two ways, and then a lot of different degrees in between. It's going to be heavy or light. Yeah. In other words, you're going to travel heavy through the circumstances and the situations you're in today, or you may travel lighter through those circumstances and situations. And in a lot of ways, it's sort of like a crapshoot, because the sense of being lighter is based on circumstances and situations, and and the sense of being heavy is based on circumstances and situations, and you feel like you're almost a victim in a way. And then you're trying to exert power where you don't have power, you know, and things and, and doesn't budge and people don't do what you want and you don't get the job that you thought was the perfect job and all like this, yeah? And so we're attempting to find stability in something that's not stable, which is the expression of life. Life is going either or, yes, no, close, far, this and that, male, female, yeah? It's like a, it's like a constant um, juggler, Yeah? <laughs> You can't get it to stop when oh I like that ball that because the other ball's coming you got to catch that one you know what I mean and <laughs> your opinions about which ball you want to hold on to you can't really do because the ball the next <coughs> ball mm-hmm. so this side so what people are doing is then they fall into well I'm going to do and have myself into better conditions and very good better circumstances yeah, that's usually the case that's basically the social uh, construct is like alright, you may not like where you are or who you, who you are, well you can do and have yourself into a better you and a better position Yeah, and then we believe, alright, if I have everything I want and I do everything I think I should do, then it should translate into me feeling an ease and comfort, which doesn't work for many, many people Yeah, there's almost a, a stronger sense of emptiness comes after you've got it all the balls in a row so to speak, yeah, so there's a point where uh, Like here, let's say here uh, in this deck of cards, let's talk about the body condition. The body condition has a huge influence in how you're going to feel today, yeah? If you're really sick and stuff like that, you're probably not going to have as much joy or the possibility of joy if you weren't sick, okay? Mm -hmm. So the body condition's pretty strong. And so then there's also the circumstantial and situation card, and that's pretty strong. Sometimes it can, but usually the body condition will override that. You can have everything you want, but let's say you're so sick you can't even drive your Jaguar. So what's the point of the Jaguar? You know, it's not overriding the body condition. Then there's the mental condition. And the mental condition overrides circumstances and situations, and it can override the body. Okay? So you can do eight hours of a yogic, yogic retreat and come out and be totally fucking crazy. Okay? The thoughts about yesterday and tomorrow will just unwind all the relaxation the asanas produce, so to speak. So, the mental condition overrides the body condition, yeah. overrides the circumstantial and the conditional situation. Yeah. And most of the people now are trying to sort of override the mental condition with circumstances, situation, it doesn't work. And now a big thing here in Marin especially is body condition. Everyone's working out and doing this and doing that with the hopes that that's going to override the mental condition. Yeah? And they may get a little bit of relief here and there, but they're, they're in, they're, it's a losing deal because what happens if they get, they, tore their meniscus or they can't, you know, their yoga pants ripped or something or whatever, then their day is ruined in a way. Yeah, so now the mental, the body condition is not override the mental condition, nor your circumstances, situations. But there's a deck, there's a, a card in the deck that we're not seeing, yeah, because it's been named wrongly. The mental condition thinks us, let's use the term, and don't get into the words, because I'm just using it to paint a picture. So, the spiritual condition, you know, the spiritual card. But the spiritual card's power has been neutered by the mental condition, claiming to be the one that's either going to get spiritual or is spiritual. yeah? So, it doesn't have the power it could have, because the spiritual condition, in and of itself, will override the mental condition which is basically the highest card because it overrides the body, the circumstances, and the situational condition, yeah? The emotional condition is overridden by the mental condition because the emotions don't have as much duration as the mental condition, yeah? Emotions have a lot of power, but they dissipate quickly. The mental condition is like a... Drip, drip. It's like a fucking Chinese water torture. On and on and on and on and yeah? on. So then, all right, so here's the spiritual condition. But the mental condition likes to be the ace of the deck, which it isn't. Yeah. But it likes to be the ace. So for it to be the ace, it has to negate the real ace, which is the spiritual condition. So it claims to be the one... Yeah, and now the spiritual condition isn't seen as our own nature. It seems, it's seen as some as an option we have as this mental physical hybrid. I can become spiritual. Uh, I'll read, I'll lend a little bit of my time and my my efforting, and I'll do spiritual exercises while I'm doing my physical exercises. Yeah, and so I'm going to become spiritual from the mental c- card's point of view. Yeah, that fails literally. Yeah. because the mental is very interwoven with the physical, so you end up trying to like graft spirituality onto this physicality. It's not gonna hold. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, you have to stitch, 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 and it, it just rips away quite easily. But what would happen if this isn't trying to find the ace? It's questioning the deuce that's taking itself to be the ace. Yeah, questioning the deuce of the mental condition that says I'm the ace. Yeah, if I'm not that. If I'm not the mental condition, or I'm not the product of the mental condition, which is this implied being a self, or the insinuation I'm the doer and the thinker and the haper and the feeler, and all this stuff, this this sense of ownership of life, instead of seeing life as happening, I see it as happening to me or by me or for me, self-centered to the extreme. When I question that, if I'm not that, what happens is suddenly, almost miraculously, a new card, which it isn't a new card, it's just been masked over, appears in the deck, which overrides the mental condition, overrides the physical condition, overrides the circumstantial and the conditional you know, in the uh, geographical condition, let's say. Yeah? This is the card, and you are that card. Yeah? Now, it's not being able to influence you because the mental condition is saying, no, you're this card, yeah? This card that's truly affected by the body, truly affected by circumstance, situations, truly affected by this and that, and that and this and this and that, yeah? Instead of realizing you're not this, and then what happens is this. Then that other condition may become influential in your day. Yeah. It's no good to know you're a spiritual condition if it's not translating here. <laughs> you know what I mean? To me, that's knowing you're a spiritual condition from the mental condition. That doesn't work. It just doesn't fucking work because it's still dominated by the mental condition. But if I see that I'm not the product of this mental condition, this mental process I call self-selfing, then I may find out I'm something entirely different than I thought. Yeah. And what happens is, once my mind starts entertaining that, the entertaining sort of begets more entertaining, and there's a more fulfilling or more fulfilled uh, recognition of that, and it starts having a large sway over your life. Yeah? So you travel lighter through all the interpretations of the circumstances, situations, the mental condition gives. Travel lighter from all the interpretations about the body condition, the mental condition gives. It starts overriding them, and a little light comes into the processes. Yes, a little light. Not next week. Not based on a circumstance like a retreat or a condition like I've like done twelve hours of yoga. Now I'm ready to receive the message. No, it's it's it preempts all of those requirements because it's it's a, it's it's already so. Yeah. It's not going to become so. It it doesn't have to become more of itself. It's just fine, just as it is, because it isn't. It's not in a process of culmination or completion or crescendo, reaching. It just is. Therefore, you find that to be the most reliable aspect of life, is that aspect you don't see, you don't feel, you don't taste, you don't touch, but you see, hear, feel, taste, touch from and there you therefore you find rest and that rest translates in a myriad ways in manifestation and one of them is a stabilized uh, traveling lighter through your days. It doesn't say it's going to change the geography of your life. It doesn't. It doesn't say, oh, now you're going to get jobs and you're going to be super rich and you're never going to get ill and your eyes are going to turn blue and your hair's going to get brown, blonde in the summer and then darker in the winter and you're just going to look great all the time and everyone will want to be with you. It could happen, but probably may not. But what will happen is you'll travel lighter over the geography of your day. And that's it. Travel light lightness. So if I'm going to coffee after this meeting, there'll be a lightness to it. And when I when I'm at coffee, there'll be a lightness to it. When I read, there'll be a lightness to it. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning, there's a lightness to it. I've seen how how heavy it can be. And so there's a great gratitude in the relief from the bondage of self. Yeah. And that's not even starting with the add-ons. This is just what's been subtracted. You know, just the absence of that influence is fucking great enough to stay on your knees and hopefully be incredibly (laughs) grateful. But it doesn't stop there because once you have an awakening from that, now you're awakening into what you are, in a sense. It's not a row of awakenings. It's just a way of expressing that in time it morphs and it can get larger and brighter and stuff in the experiential level. So here, you awaken from the bondage of self. There's great relief out of that. that thing that was like a weather front over every one of your days like today you know what I mean like waking up and in your mental emotional condition you got this big chunk of grey weather over you and it's not even it doesn't even feel like it's far away it's like sitting like a, a foot away it's like living in Brooklyn in the winter, when I lived in Brooklyn. Every day, you'd get out of the subway, go in the subway, the gray would be right on you, and it would be like that for months, three months straight, just a gray, just like this, but just more on you. It can get pretty oppressive after a while. Yeah. Well, the mental condition is producing like a weather front. Yeah. And, it, and by being identified as a product of the mental condition, see, we're taking ourselves... To, to be a mental idea. We didn't have this idea when we were babies. We grew into it, yeah? The mental process offered us an idea, hey, this is going to make everything seem to make sense. You're a self. You're doing, you're having, you're being done to, you're being taken, things are being taken away from you. Yeah, yeah. I'm the center of this world, yeah? So here's this weather, right? What happens is, maybe, maybe I'm not that, yeah? I'm not that which seems to be the doer and the hammer. Then light that's always been there now has an effect. It's not like it's effectless, it's just been blocked by your mental condition, yeah? So what, what recovery does, it diminishes a mental state. And selfing is a purely mental state. Purely mental state. You cannot take an x-ray of alcohol and you won't see it in the body. You'll see its effects on organs and everything, but you will never find it there. Yeah? It's a mental state. It's not an emotional state. It plays emotions. It's a mental state. When that mental state stops becoming the dominant thing, you're gonna find out a lot of stuff, yeah. You're gonna find out a lot of stuff. Like maybe the constraints of time will weaken over you. You won't be so, you won't see everything as a clear partition from Friday, and then Friday stopped at 12 o'clock, and then Saturday, I've been in Saturday now for eight hours. All these mental partitions will sort of weaken, and it'll be a big, it'll morph into instead of constant individual paintings, a mural effect. You'll see life is happening on a large, a large scale. Like your aperture, self-centeredness is a very closed-down aperture. Mind is closed down in this self-centered point of view. It's very tunnel. All of this is missing. It's being speculated about. <laughs> There's no, there's no, there's no intimate recognition. It's just hearsay and ideas, yeah. And then every time you turn, you may be able to have 360 degrees turning, but you never see 360 degrees. You see it self-centered, 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 self-centered. <laughs> then when you look at, all right, let's look out of self-centeredness. <laughs> You're still looking out of self-centeredness from self-centeredness, here. Yeah. <laughs> So, and you may squeeze a little bit of opening and it, circumstances, situations, mental condition, emotional condition. <laughs> I, I did eight months of retreat. Oh, it's pretty open. Go back to the town, the village in Thailand. <laughs> you know, they kick you out of your thing. You didn't pay the last week's rent, or the food is, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know. What I mean? so, so, but the the amount of movement is very, very little. Yeah. So this is like what occurs is now, instead of being dominated by self centeredness, the lens opens, the aperture opens, and now and it's only based on possibility. That's all. That's the only thing that stops us here in any way is that we're not we're either taking something to be so that isn't so, or we're not we're not we're taking what's so not to be so. To different levels, yeah? So our possibilities are limited by our identification as the sense of self-centeredness, yeah? This can't happen to me. Why not? Because it's me. I have a huge story why it can't happen to me. Oh, so it, it's not like it can't happen, but it's totally predicated that it can't happen to you. Exactly. So why get why try to work on, oh, it can happen, it can happen, get, get rid of or question the you that's causing it not to seem to be able to happen. And then all bets are off. So now your lens opens up. Now, like Rana Maharshi, a great mess, I say this is—I feel this is what he was implying. He says your head is already in the tiger's mouth. It's a done deal. Once the op- once the aperture opens up, it's over in a sense. You can't. The story you can. The story will keep going like this, but you won't. Your mind will stay open even while there's the closing of the aperture. Yeah, constantly. There'll be the openness there. So you'll see the closing. Instead of looking from it, you'll see the closing. Doesn't mean it's going to stop. That's its nature. It's closing, 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 contracting around this idea of being a someone. If you're going to wait for that to stop, you're going to re-wait a long fucking time. You just want to be free from being invested in it. And the only reason why you're truly invested in you take it somehow to be you. That you've got to not have a thought to be at peace. So you never, you're going to always have to feel love to really be truly loving. And it's all baloney. It's just another story to keep you in this locked aperture about what's meant to open it up. So you watch it. Watch people, they hear, the, they hear about enlightenment. Look at how most people are using the invitation of enlightenment. They're using it to produce more mental agitation. I'm not enlightened. When am I going to get enlightened? I've got to do more to get enlightened. They would have been happier if they never even heard the word. Yeah? There's probably a many people who are totally enlightened right now that have no idea they're enlightened. That's why they're enlightened, in a sense. They're free from the need to be liberated. They never, this crazy idea was never put in their noggin, and they're so much happier for it. <laughs> because the movement of the selfie... Every time, every time, it doesn't change. It doesn't matter if it's wearing a silk glove or a fucking working glove. It's going to claim. That's its movement. Everything. Everything that comes into its venue, which is brought to it by conscious contact, not by itself, but whatever information is brought to its attention through conscious contact, it will claim. It will claim and have a relationship with that information. Not as the seeing of it, but as the seer of it. Or the doer of it. Or the haver of it. Yeah. It's a form of slavery. Just like, and we were trying to get relief. As as certain types of mentalities here, we, we went to drugs and alcohol to get relief from that original form of slavery. Of the mind, the mental condition, being addicted to the idea of being a self. And I'll tell you, it was one of the most authentic feelings I ever had was the need to get out of it when I was a kid. I had to get loaded there was no way I would have made it here yeah because it was unbearable unbearable to have like some girl say hello to me in school when I'm 11 years old and then go home and wonder what she meant by it for 5 hours it was unbearable to live like that because it wasn't living at all it was an interpretation and it was so fucking dry man yet I couldn't seem to get out because I thought I was in I was, I was taking myself to be that self that felt like it was being driven crazy by the thoughts that was it. It's its thoughts. I didn't see that the mind here was giving it all the meaning it had. I thought the meanings were real, that I was this and those thoughts were that. It wasn't true. So I, what I found is if you lose interest in the primary, central idea of self-centeredness which is self if you lose interest in it and how do you lose interest in it not as a self (laughs) but you lose interest in it because you entertain hey I may not be that try try to lose interest in it as a self it's still self-obsession yeah You can study two years about how to get out of the obsession with self, and that could be construed as obsession with self if it's the self attempting to do it. Yeah? If the self is in place, the idea of being you is in place, all of you trying to get out of it is a form of being in it. There's no fucking escape. Try it. No one has. One big thing I remember I was reading this Buddhist magazine. This was years ago. It was It seems funny, but it had a profound impact. I was reading this magazine. very erudite, very lovely talks and stories in it, yeah? I got to this one where it's like an editorial from a, a famous meditation teacher. And he says, oh, I've been, I've been teaching meditation for 30-something years, and it's, it's been happening a lot lately that all these people that have been following me for 20, 25 years have come to me and got in touch with me and said, hey, it looks like nothing's actually changed. And I said, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why would I go down a road like that when people who've done it, much better than I probably ever would, are telling me it hasn't, it hasn't initiated any radical shift? Why the fuck would I want to do that? Yeah? Thank you. I canceled my subscription to the whole magazine. I think that was the end of it. Because my mind got it. Whoa. You know? This whole this idea of being so special, we're immune to learning from others. They go ahead of us. Hey, hey, bro! I'm telling you. And they, oh, yeah! I heard from all these people. I'm like, going. What? what? 25 years. Hey, no, no, nothing. Nothing happened. What's the fuck? Ah. <laughs> I'm getting off of that boat. Yeah, this is it. Now, it just you. Maybe it may lend itself to meditation. I don't know, but I don't believe it's going to be found through meditation because it's not lost. It's just been misidentified. Not by misidentifying the truth, but by misidentifying the falsehood and taking this to be the truth. That does you're not you're not actively denying that. You're actively remembering what you're not. That's it. It's sufficient to cause it to to make what's so seem not to be so. It is sufficient if your head is constantly remembering you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It is sufficient for a length of time, not infinitely, but for time, for you to forget what you are, seemingly. You can never do it because you are it, but from this other false point of view, you can seem to forget it. And you can do a damn good job, So this is just another... This is just a simple invitation. because it, it worked. It worked with me. That's all. I started going into this... Just like I did Buddhism and meditation, I started doing the same thing in non-duality. Going to a lot of talks and this and that. And then after a while I was listening, and then it was a subtle us and them where there's supposed to be only no one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was the us that were saying, oh, we're not a self. But they were saying, well, that guy who's speaking is more not a self than we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we are a lot less not a, less of a self than the others. But it was still totally, it was just off for me. So I listened to what the guy said, and the one time he said this beautiful statement, an old Zen statement. And he says, hey, I'm like a man standing by the river selling water. That's pretty interesting because I'm nearby from. <laughs> All right. And then he started laughing and he uh, had it sounded pretty damn natural. I liked the laugh this time. And he said, uh, You know, it's even funnier than I'm like a man standing in the water, selling water. And I said, Okay, adios. <laughs> I laughed and I never went back because I was going to find out. Yeah. Not rush to find out more, just find out what's going on, you know. I got the sufficient amount of invitation, I'm going to put it to a test in the sense I'm going to entertain the possibilities I've been introduced to. Instead of constantly introducing myself to more possibilities, let's start with the basic ones I just heard, which is I may not be that. You know what I mean? That's not it's not like a weekly thing. I, maybe I could spend some time there, you know what I mean? I'm not that. I'm not, yeah. And then what happened is possibilities started to download because my aperture opened up not perceive them. They were there all along, I just wasn't seeing them. The aperture opened up, I started seeing the possibilities. Yeah. And my mind entertained some, some of them came to fruition, others just turned into energy, but more and more. Yeah. And what I found over time, it just provoked the traveling lighter. It didn't change much out here. You know, people were stopping me on the bus. Oh, I see you have a loving gaze, you know, or whatever. They were doing that more when I was meditating a lot. And people, oh, look at him, he's totally transcended. That's, that's what I was looking for. No, people were like, hey, yeah, get out of the way. You know, come you know. It was like... You know what I mean? I, I had no spiritual resume whatsoever. <laughs> what do you do? Nothing, not much. <laughs> Instead of going to scriptures, I read Yankee blogs about <laughs> baseball. <made for. laughs> you know what I mean? I have no interest in any of that anymore. That's just like it's like poison to me. Yeah, I don't want to hear anyone else either because that would uh, that I could understand it easily maybe what they're saying conceptually, but it wouldn't be coming out of this this own oven. Yeah. And this is a family-owned bakery. We make the you know, the muffins are made every day. <laughs> I don't want to get an idea from entomins or Sri Entiman or you know Entiman Adanda or something. <laughs> just let it go in because it's been sufficient. It's like a never-ending space, and it downloads when it downloads into information, or in, and it just downloads constantly as that energy presence. Yeah. But sometimes the download gets translated at a talk. Hopefully, and it hasn't changed in years, the topic. And I don't see it changing. It doesn't have to be added on to. You have enough, you're going to do something, you're going to glide off of Stinson today. Hopefully not off of Stinson, off Mount Tam. Stinson would be wet pretty fast. You're going to glide off of Mount Tam, right? So that's it, that's fine. That's going to be, that's your invitation today. Yeah. You're feeling not too well. That's the invitation. Somehow, the mind, which is beyond all dualities, can make it into, even if it looks bad, it can produce some, a lot of good out of it, if you open up to that possibility. If you want to have an idea and be right, then you'll be right, and you'll feel like shit. Yeah? But this is the whole idea. It's never, it's like, a, it just leaves room, yeah? It leaves room for things to move. It doesn't because if you want to lock it in with your with the closed aperture of self-centeredness, you can. You can miss like if you have an idea you're never going to be loved. You'll probably miss tons of loving events around you. Or you'll be waiting for like a certain type of invitation, and all the other invitations you won't even see. If you have any idea of how something's supposed to look when they when it comes to your door and the delivery's made, you may deny signing for it. Well, that's not the way I thought it was going to be. See? There's an allegiance paid to the self-centeredness. It's it's rooted in being right. So a lot of times people, to be right, have to be wrong out here. And they're hell-bent on being wrong, and then they get to be right. (laughs) Just like you see some people come into recovery... They start getting relief from the disease of alcoholism, they're not drinking, they get a place to live, they meet a girl, let's say, they get a job, but their old idea that they're a loser is so prevalent, so strong, and they're paying pledging allegiance to it, the mind is that what happens is they go out and drink again, yeah. You know? And then they lose the job, they lose this, they lose that, and they get to be right, you see, I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. The of the, the drive to be right is very strong in the mental condition. And if you want to be right, you're going to have to pay the consequences. Yeah? This is about giving up that. It's not even about giving up. It just, it gets sloughed off of you over time. Yeah? It's not much effort or thought. It's like in recovery, I like to take the view of, you get on you're like on an operating table, and your job is just not to get up and not to play the doctor. Just stay in the role of being patient and not get up, and things will be you'll be worked on forever in the rest of this whole life. Yeah. Things will be added and subtracted. Your whole cards will get get reshuffled constantly. Yeah. Possibilities that you thought you knew will come and take a new life and all these things things will be added on you think it only goes so far and then a couple of miles will be added onto that vista and this and that and you'll see the mind and the, uh, the source of all as mind you'll see it yeah. you'll have a very strong hit about it and you'll have an immunity to what causes the mind to fall asleep into, into the idea of being a soul which is the thought system grazing in the past and grazing in the future, remembering itself by doing that, yeah. You'll lose interest in the thoughts about yesterday and tomorrow, and you'll gain interest in the presence of today. The presence of today, not the thoughts of today, the presence of today yeah you'll feel alive and now will be a touchstone instead of taking your cues from dead thoughts about yesterday and tomorrow you'll be tu- you'll be you your hand will be on the pulse of living yeah and you'll respond in kind you'll be on you'll be present you'll be awake yeah But if you get drawn into the thought system of yesterday and tomorrow, you're basically asleep to what's happening now. And yet you get an interpretation and replace it, and you're trying to chew that interpretation, trying to make some fucking sense out of it, trying to eke something out of it. Yet it's a lot of chewing, you know? There's not much nutrition in it. You can point out all you have and all you've done, but it's still fucking hollow. Because who is it that has it, and who is it that did it? Yeah, it's like a painting that has to constantly be touched up because it's the elements and just how things are erode it quickly take all of its fake shine off and you have to keep constantly touching it up to make it seem cool and what happens if you would if that would cease not by stopping but it would cease by disinterest then you'd see that you are this is like a brush to, and a, you and a large large painter is using it. <laughs> Life is using it to paint a a little bit of this incredible mural that's going on, yeah? Instead of thinking, you're the artist, you're the brush for the artist, yeah? Yeah. And maybe hold your judgment until further evidence drops in. You may see a lot of good comes out of bad here, Yeah? Yes? You get weaned off of old ideas, usually not by entertaining new ones, but by getting your ass kicked by holding on to the old ones. It's <laughs> a great teaching aid. You know what I mean? You get so tired of holding on to an old idea, you finally let it go. And then, right where you think, oh, I'm going to have that empty space, something grows right in that empty space. Yeah, much more. But it's just like your little garden starts flourishing, you know, instead of being fucking. Like a monocrop garden. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> Maybe it opens up to a lot more possibilities. Yeah. I don't know. I find it's really a, it's just it's, it's working. It's not like it worked. If it worked, that would be. It still wouldn't be useful. But it's working. Yeah. Entertaining these possibilities. I would have. I don't know what would have happened with me if I hadn't heard this as this action figure. I was coming to the end of my ropes. I mean, I'd been doing practices, meditations and everything, and thought I gave it a good shot, and seeing that now I was being dis- disillusioned and all that effort. And man, you know, it was like there was no more bus stops to wait for the next bus. It seemed like it's over. And then I got involved. I heard this message, and it brought new life again into me, and it became the last answer. You know, and all it is... This, all this does is provoke more and more entertaining. That's all it does, yeah? If you really entertain it once, you may never stop entertaining it, yeah? Because it's that open-ended, yeah? It's that open-ended. It can go as far as you would like it to go, in a sense. Yeah. So. And if you look at it from the recovery point of view, it says, you know, if you get down to the exact nature of the wrong, find out what the exact nature of the wrong is. Yeah. It's identification as something that you're not, I would say. And from there stems all the, uh, all the dilemmas. From the solutions point of view, it never fucking could happen. You can't be yourself. It's a fucking mental idea. You're something other than that, much more. Alive in that, yeah. I'd say you're a never-ending possibility, uh, finding expression. I'll tell you the truth, yeah, and yet you're not the sum of all of your expressions. You're not the sum of that. You're, you're not what. You're not a thing. You're not an idea. You can't put a finger on it, but you can sort of find out about it by by um, following it as it's coming out, you know, in a sense. Your mind can be aware, or can your, that awareness can be rooted in the conscious contact, which to me is life, not in the mental uh, interpretation, which is self. You know? It can find rest there, which I think is truly rest, or it can find agitation, constantly seeking rest. Yeah. This is, you find freedom from agitation, so there's no need to find rest. Here you're agitated, so there's a huge need to find rest, but all your rest is agitation. Yeah, and you can't use activity to find stillness. That would be activity. Yeah. Selfing is an activity, it's an agitation. It's never going to, if it runs into rest, it will just get agitated over Rest, peace isn't going to change the agitation of selfing. The agitation of selfing will change peace. It will make it into something. It will make it into a commodity that you got by doing something, and therefore you better be worried about losing it when you don't do something. Yeah, that's what it's going to do. Everything that comes in contact, it's going to claim. Yeah, peace, awakeness, everything. If you lose interest in the selfing, you will lose interest in the claiming. And when everything's let be as as it is, it's a great revelation. Yeah. Including you. When you when you are let to be as you are, there'll be so much about what you will see so much about what you're not. <laughs> as long as you work and trying to change it, it's you're in a cloud here. So that's it for me. Paul, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. And, and this is probably taking a step backwards in the wrong direction. But in being an unrealized potential of being, is there any concept of a purpose for this beingness and this uh, life, for this uh, energy? You know, the Christians would give you a lot of and see just to be consciously present in, in what you're talking about, or is that totally irrelevant? It's not even on the same plane. as like, we're speaking Spanish over here and I'm trying to put it in a Greek context. Well, it's up to you if you feel if you feel like you need to have a purpose in have Well, that's what I mean. Until, by example, it's until you just being, drop right? out up from the need of having a purpose. For me, I still live on the purpose that most people have here is to be of service mm-hmm. but not uh um, but probably in a much larger view than the forms of service people call service you know I would say we're of service all the time, yeah, I don't see that, but I don't know if you feel like you need to have a purpose have it you'll probably you'll probably lose the need to have one or mm. Mm-hmm. The purpose will go way before you do. <laughs> You'll be left with what you are. <laughs> so, but while you're going along the way, if you take purpose away from most people, it pr- produces a very uh, low uh, uh, mental uh, sound. You know, like it's bummed out, depressed. Yeah, you see that we're driven here by meaning and purpose. Yeah. Why pull that rug out from you if it's not needed to just wear it loosely? Or no satisfaction at the end of attaining that purpose? Well, you're never going to attain that purpose. Right. You know, you're going to be used for the purpose to attain itself. Right? You're just a vehicle. You're not the driver, or you're not, You're being used, bro. Just like alcoholism is used, you. You're being used all day. You know, either. Uh, a more benevolent energy is taking you over to express itself through today, or let's say a, 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 let's say a more parasitical energy is taking you over, which we, let's call it alcoholism for some of us, and then your, your day will be seen from that point of view. Yeah? Look at it. What's the parasitical? goal? nature of that parasitical movement of alcoholism takes you over you're thrust into the importance of time aren't you the thought system now takes your interest and attention that's here and disperses it into time so now you're attending to a lot of old ideas and you're worried about a lot of future things yeah and there's basically none of you to be here you're just totally (laughs) co-opted, flow this way and that so when you seem to be here it doesn't feel too good so you're busily looking to fill it up get more, consume, get this and that because your attention is what you're looking for your interest and it's dispersed it's paying attention to I did that years ago and I hope this doesn't happen yes this is the freedom from it the freedom from the mental condition one of the biggest things is you're free from the constraints of of uh, structural time, so to speak. You're not driven by yesterday and tomorrow. Because you're not taking much interest in it at all. Yeah? You cannot... The absence of the influence of that is huge in one's life. If you're not driven by... See, most people on this Saturday are not bothered by this Saturday. It's last week. Or it's an idea of next week. Yeah? really almost all day today this day will probably go pretty well but we'll go through so many hoops and, and dangerous situations based on this and tomorrow <laughs> it's just, that's what happens you can't see that as an interpretation like there's only one event going on which is now yet we're we're beholden to all these past events and to all these imaginary future events you don't think that's slavery? Just here we are this moment, and blown this way and that. And then we let's say something really good happens. Not it doesn't seem like enough of us can show up to really appreciate it because it's like eight years ago. Hey, come on, you know. And first of all, the intent. It's it's like. It's not ours to begin with. We can't bring it back to the moment we so surely would love to. We've been working for something for four years, let's say the graduation of our kid, and then you're there and you're concerned about what's happening Monday at work. Ah, you missed the graduation seemingly, which you didn't, but your mind has it that way, yeah? This is what happens. So it's all about your life, yet it's it's prohibiting you to be in it (laughs) when you're actually in it. It's totally got you locked in when you were in it, and you and when you're going to be in it. But it's it's you, you're locked out of being in it now. Yeah. See it. I mean, to me, it's like the biggest heist of all. We, we wake up after the robbery, worried about being robbed all day. That guy took my space. This and that. we've been robbed already. We were robbed, life life has been, we've given over our life, the possibility, and gotten an interpretation back. And then we're trying to make do with the interpretation, because it's all about us. And we're not willing or able to look that I'm, I'm not this, of course I'm this. I did this, look at what I did, look at me where I was this is that. alright you want it that way then all the there and then is going to have a huge influence on you yeah you is going to be dispersed into yesterday and tomorrow as far as your mind can go at times yeah and when you really want to be here you won't be able to be here and when you really want to get out of here here will be so fucking oppressive <laughs> it's fucking insane put your foot down, your proverbial foot down and take a look at it stop waiting for a savior stop being a victim to this follow it to where it comes from and see it's an imaginary bubble blown out of a out of the ocean in a sense find the ocean that you are that, rest there a little bit see what happens like Robert Maharshi, is great master would say, he used this thing called self-inquiry. Ask yourself, who who is it that's worrying about next week? Take the emphasis off of next week. Take the emphasis off the worrying, I shouldn't be worrying. Or, just look at who is it. it and it, it, it's, all right, it's me. Okay, well, who's this me? You're not looking for an answer. What happens is the energy shifts a little bit and then what occurs is you lose interest in next week because the interest wasn't really in next week it was in who is going to be in next week you that's where the interest those thoughts are not interesting about three years from now they're only interesting because they're about you this power that it seems to have for an event four years ago has no power over me it has power from me as of me Yeah, it's the me that got screwed four years ago, that keeps being used to remind myself, remember that I got screwed four years ago. The screwing doesn't matter, but it happened to me. That's what matters. Find, it's like they say in politics, follow the money. Find where the interest and the attention is. It's not in the situation, it's in in the one who's in the situation. If you question the one who's in the situation, you'll travel lighter through all the situations because it's not the situation that's driving you crazy it's that it's you in it and you don't believe you should be in it let's say and yet, but you keep recognizing that you are in it and that powerlessness rubs you wrong you're fucking pissed off that you can't change a simple thing like this you know, you're walking around as the big enchilada yet you can't even get out of a fucking feeling you think you can get it out but does any of it work you distract yourself you avoid it you uh, deny it. It doesn't check the feeling already occurred. All the processing you do is just like a giant polluting plant, like a giant fucking coal factory. And you're, you're like, you're, you're, you're right at the receiving end of the exhaust pipe. You become a huge storage unit. No, nothing's circulating anymore. There's all this, I made it, and if you, the self inclaims claims to be successful because you're not dead yet. Whoa, great. <laughs> We're not in the fucking jungles eight thousand years ago. It's not about survival anymore. It's about living. Yeah, our needs are met. There's water. There's food. There's good air. this and that. We're not you know fighting saber-tooth tigers to get that little piece of meat. Yeah. But their head's living in survival and then it takes credit for oh, you're still alive, you gotta live, accesses, you feel like shit, no one likes, no one knows you, your parent your family's gone, your kids in but I'm still here. Okay, I'm winning. No, no, this is we tolerate so fucking much, man. Until we put up we're like more adaptable than cockroaches, but I think we've gone past it. We need to look at it and say, is more enough's enough. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. Where do I go from there? Not an inch away, just look. Who is it that's sick and tired? If I'm not that who, hey, I may not be sick and tired at all. I'm sick and tired of the who that I'm taking myself to be. It's not the who's sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of that who (laughs) that I'm taking myself to be. I am so over that. (laughs) Let's see if something else can occur. And then it will. And then you'll really see that there's a cherishing there that you really love being that thing even though you complain about it and bitch about it. But you really love it. The mind really loves its little making. So then you got to go through. Oh, I'll tell the truth about that. Yeah. yeah. Why would it be so powerful if we didn't want it to be? If we're the only juice there is, I mean, you have to see. You're in sort of the hoots with the whole. Thing. Yeah, it's not like oh, I'm getting imposed upon every day. I'm so powerless. Some someone help me. No, it's not, That's not the case. I don't see it that way. I better shut up or I'll get myself in trouble. <laughs> but you see...